Pinkertons, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point, the show where we talk about hot news. Hot news, except hot, technically hot news. not this week, but it's too hot to not talk about. Uh, I'm your host, John. With me as always, my co-host and beautiful man, Wombat. How are you doing, Wombat? I'm doing fantastic. Did you know my middle name is actually Pinkerton? <laughs> That's what it is! Right! It's a, it's Ronaldo Pinkerton Wombatson. Yes. <laughs> okay, you okay. You didn't know that? I thought I thought that had come up before. No, it, it hasn't. So uh, yeah. Let's we'll fix that in the uh, the script there. You are you've got your name correctly in there. Okay. For all time. Yeah. Ronaldo Pinkerton Wombatson. All right, uh, how's, how's it going, Mr. Pinkerton? Uh, you know, I've just been having a very, uh, it's actually been a pretty chill week. Not much going on at school anymore because, you know, classes are wrapping up. Like, we yeah. only have one more week. Can you can you yep. believe that? One more week. Insane. Yeah, you're, you're almost over. Yeah. I actually am almost over with um, community college. Uh, yeah. Technically, I graduate this this semester. I turned in the paperwork this week, so. Woo! Are you gonna walk? No, I'm not gonna do the march. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) I'm I'm okay not doing the march. (laughs) Yeah, I I said the same thing. (laughs) Uh, so that's exciting. Now I have to remember to apply for FAFSA and the, um graduate college I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. I should yeah, you do. get that done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you probably do. Yeah. So, John, do we want to do Glowing Weak Point first, or do we want to do our little sidebar uh, uh, on why we're talking about the Pinkertons? Uh, yeah, I guess we can do our sidebar. Yeah, um, let's, let's talk about the sidebar first, and then we'll, we'll glow yeah. in Weak Point. So, so, like, first off, uh... I guess we should explain who the Pinkertons are for those with their head in the sand. That's um, a very difficult ask for the beginning of a video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Pinkertons are very commonly found in video games, actually. Uh, so here I can tie it in. Uh, Pinkertons are are very common in video games and also just pop culture at large. They're, they're in a lot of movies. There's a lot of books about them. Uh, they are basically the original detectives in America. I heard you killed a bunch of them in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. Yeah, you, you definitely do kill a lot of them, which is not surprising considering... What the Pinkertons initially made their name for was um, going after bank robbers and train heist, which, uh, in case you've not played Red Dead Redemption, you do a lot of that. Right. (laughs) So. But even back then, they were real scummy about it, so. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've never, they've never really, like, they, they have made a name for themselves as being very efficient. Yes. But but loose with lives. <laughs> Which makes them great for, for movies and books and and, uh, and and video games. Because, like, you know, 
normal detective work isn't that exciting. Yeah. Um, that that's why they have to like really punch things up for for like Sherlock movies and stuff. Um, because it's it's mostly a lot of like gathering scraps of cloth and then like comparing them against a different thing and to see who was there. Yeah, nobody cares. It, it's uh, why what people CSI care about is like the, uh, shooting a lot of people. <laughs> it, it, it's why CSI beyond like the initial series was always like, and then also we do a bunch of gun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but the, the Pinkertons, you mentioned they're loose with lives. They're also always on the side of capital. Like whoever yes. has money is right for the Pinkertons. Correct. Like, like yes. they're very mercenary in that way. Although you couldn't actually, could you, I feel like you could. Now that I'm saying this out loud, you could describe them as mercenaries, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could. They're very mercenary-esque, at least. Um, Yeah. But but yeah, like, whoever, like, especially, like, big coal and oil companies really, really love to hire the Pinkertons to go after people who wrong them in some way. Um, Yeah, and and then then they really made their name for themselves, which was by... Uh, busting strikes in unions. Yes. Uh, which, you know, not exactly legal. And also, they would do this by killing people. Um, again, not exactly legal. They they are they are not the good guys. Right. Keep keep in mind they are not an actual like arm of the state. They are nope. a private company that sells services to corporations, and they have murdered yep. people. <laughs> many, 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 many people. Yeah, uh, probably hundreds to thousands over the years, because they've been around a long time, mid eighteen hundreds. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, so why um, are we speaking about them specifically today, John? Oh, also related to games, um, <laughs> because Wizards of the Coast decided that since. One of their distributors screwed up and sent a streamer a box of new unreleased cards for Magic the Gathering that they they needed to get that back. They needed to get those those cards back. Uh-huh. So in, instead of contacting the streamer, which presumably they have done before, considering this is a very popular streamer for their product... Actually, companies tend to have a good relationship with them. I did read an article about this. He's not even like a, a full time or part time streamer. He's he's just a hobbyist. He has like less than four thousand viewers, and they said that they fucking attempted to contact him by calling him several times and received no answer. But according to him, he never got a call. And if they did, yeah. they left no voice message, which might as well not be calling. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <sighs> so, um, so yeah, uh, they, they instead of instead of reaching out to him, uh, they decided to send uh, a company of contract killers after him, also known as <laughs> the Pinkertons. The Pinkertons. <laughs> the fucking Pinkertons. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, 
uh, drove his wife to tears and scared the shit out of them. And because again, I I don't want to make this uh, any less than it, it it is. They are contract killers. Yeah, who have murdered for hire. And this is the. the <laughs> They showed up at his door while he wasn't home the first day, and when he didn't answer, started knocking on his neighbor's doors and asking about him. And then when they came back the next day, they knocked on the door, his wife answered the door, and they forced themselves partway through the door so they could not close it. Yeah. Which is a crime? That's a crime. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And, uh-huh. and this is this is not a person who stole the cards. This is not a person no. who in some way, like, deceived the company to acquire the cards. This is a person no. who bought cards as a, that he thought were part of an expansion, like a, a, a recent one that came out. And then he, when he got them, they were, like new cards like, like somebody had mispackaged yeah. everything put the the new unreleased cards inside this new this expansion pack that he got and that was yeah. it so so <laughs> to, to be clear there there and this is a mistake like anyone would make uh because they they released an expansion uh march of the machine yes and then sometime in you know one or two weeks from now. So it's not even like months, you know, this is, this is something that like, holy shit, how'd they get that? That's like, that's like months away. No, it's like, you, you could have just said, Hey, do you mind holding on to that for a couple weeks and then releasing it? Uh, no. And, and it's, it's, it's a couple of weeks away. And again, the, the expansion he was wanted was March of the machine. Instead, he got March of the machine, the aftermath. <laughs> Which the subtitle there might as well just be like special edition or like like he he, he was like cool I got a streamer version of this right like they, they they recognize me that I'm doing something that's awesome I'm being noticed um, for my work yeah no, they uh, fucked up. yeah you 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 are being noticed by the Pinkertons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, it's wild that Wizards of the Coast would hire the fucking Pinkertons. <laughs> yes. Weren't they... I feel like they were just in some hot water pretty recently about some other shit, too. Yeah, yeah, with the, the D&D stuff. Yeah, and, and so to come off of that and then be like, <laughs> you know how we can get everybody's um, appreciation and love again? We'll hire the Pinkertons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, said nobody ever. Right. <sighs> so yeah, um, don't work for the Pinkertons. Don't hire the Pinkertons. Um, don't. I, I if a Pinkerton shows up at your door, recently. do not open the door. Yeah. I, I have been very happy to not hear much about the Pinkertons re- recently, right? Because uh, they they've mostly lost their their main line of work, which is busting strikes, to um, 
the fact that every single state or every single city now has a uh, organized police force that they can just use to brutalize people instead. Right. Those are the strike um, breakers now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we don't need to hire other people to do it when we have, you know, taxpayer uh, paid version of it. Right. Already. We can pay people to bust our strikes. Don't yeah. you Don't you love that? How the money that we pay goes to the people <laughs> who brutalize us when we ask for better uh, jobs? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't love that. Right. Anyways, uh, yeah, that that was just it was it was too hot to not talk about. Like, <laughs> it really was. Who 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 would have thought the Pinkertons in this day and age? I mean, like, <laughs> like Facebook and Google used them, Amazon yeah. used them, but like you expected of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're trash. Right. You don't expect it of. Wizards of the goddamn coast. <laughs> uh, anyways, now that we've gotten that out of the way, what's your glowing weak point? Uh, my glowing weak point is that I was able to rejoin my RuneScape clan this week. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, there were... Did you leave them? I did. Um, there were oh, issues. Was, 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 this, was this this racism shit? Uh, it wasn't racism in this instance. It was transphobia, and I took oh, okay. I took a principled moral just stance. Just shitty, and yeah, and just le- shitty. Left the clan, and the issue's been resolved. So I rejoined. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's good. So it's been a lonely two weeks, not being able to talk to my friends and shit, really. But yeah, now things will be better. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what about you, John? What's your glowing weak point? Um, hmm. Well, mine is, uh, baths. Baths? Baths. Like the, the I, bath party? Like, 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 getting into a, a pool of water that is warmed and aromatic and oh. relaxing. Oh, that bath. Oh, I've heard about yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're rather nice. Um, yeah, and I'm not talking about Bath, England. No. Um, no. Okay, so no. we've ruled out two baths that you're not talking about. Correct. And, we, and we've got one that you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I, I believe I've talked about in the past that uh, with my birthday quickly approaching, uh, my wife has been doing a, uh, like a, a countdown to the birthday where I, I get something every day, something small. Right. And a couple of those have been uh, bath bombs that I can have, which is fortuitous because a lot of bath bombs I can't have. They, they've got like milk or, or aloe or stuff in them, which uh, would make me miserable. Um, but it has been very enjoyable getting to relax, which is not something that I do very often. So, shout-outs to baths. Shout-out. Yeah. Shout it from the rooftops. Baths are awesome. Uh-huh. Baths are awesome. I'm glad you're Alright, let's talk about balls. anime. <laughs> <laughs> Which frequently also uh, <laughs> feature baths. <laughs> and sometimes the Pinkertons. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Not often, though. It's the wrong side of the world. 
Right. Uh, They've come you know up. What? Let's 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 get straight into baths. Uh, like Tony Kala over the moon for you season two, where they're living in a bath. What? Um. I mean, they were living in a bath since last time. Since oh, you mean in a bathhouse? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they're they're not sleeping in the water. Right. <laughs> no, I remember they were living in a bathhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This show is cute. Okay. <laughs> that's the, the I I don't need to say anything else. That's that's really all there is about this. Is the, it's this, cute. It's it's cute. Okay. Um. The two of them are very much in love with each other, and she's definitely from the moon. And, um, it's, it's just adorable. And it's, there's, there's very low stakes. I mean, honestly, it's no stakes, but it's, it's still enjoyable to watch every time. Okay. I'm going to get on soon. Yeah. I know you haven't yet, but. I've had a lot going on. Yeah. Like school. Yes. Um. Uh, what's the next one? Yeah. Ah, uh, you pick. Uh, okay. I'm going to talk about My Home Hero. So, I know you watched, <sighs> like, the first episode of this. I did. I did. I was like, well, this is really dark. But, like, you know, I'm I'm sure, like, they're going to get on the run and they're they're going to escape. No. And, and this will this no. be fine. But, like... <laughs> I'll give it, it, it might be too dark for me, but I'll, I'll give it another episode or two. Did you? <laughs> no. No, you <laughs> warned me in time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they don't go on the run. Um, for the first two episodes, it looks like they're getting away with it, right? And then the second episode ends with the main character getting tasered and his wife getting, like, assaulted in the in her living room. He's out on the street, she's in the living room. So they're not even together. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> they're, they're I didn't all, need to watch that. <laughs> they're all still alive so far. Okay. Um, so far. He's, he's... Uh, okay, so the premise of this show is that the main character is a father and his daughter is going to college and she's dating this really fucking shitty dude and he comes over to her house one day, and the boyfriend comes home. And so he hides in the closet and overhears him talking about how he's going to kill his daughter soon. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so, getting the jump Kinda on him, not cool. he kills the boyfriend. But the boyfriend yeah. is the son of a mafia boss. Yeah. Uh, and so they're not just being like, oh, well, he's gone missing. (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) they're, uh, very insistent on finding out what happened to him. Yep. Um, and he's basically been caught out by one of the mafia dudes, but as it turns out, there's like infighting within the mafia and so this guy is like I can use you to accomplish my own goals and you don't seem like a complete fucking idiot either because I mean you were able to kill this guy and then make it look like you never did it yeah so I can use you 
and that's where we're at right now. And okay, it, it, it's 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 starting to become more of like a mutual thing because the latest episode died died ended with uh, that guy like half dead on the side of the street. Not the dad. Okay. The guy in the mafia yeah. he's working with. Yeah. So, we'll see where that goes. Interesting. But... Interesting. Do not watch this show if, <laughs> like, very graphic depictions of killing someone and the cleanup of that affect you, I would say. It's very detailed. It's, it's, yeah. it, and, and a little yeah. more realistic than you would like from like an anime. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't exaggerate it, it goes, it it goes as, hard. as much as you would want it to. Um, yeah. But it's very good and interesting. And if that stuff doesn't affect you, watch it. It's Isekai time! Oh no! So, <laughs> summoned to another world for a second time um this show is about someone who Wait, was in a world the oh there it is okay. you're, you're you're actually right next to it yeah um uh it's about someone who lived in that world then died or isek like we don't know exactly what happened but they left their world and came and lived in our world for a while. And then they got summoned back into their world. And they're still, like, they, they got a different face and everything. Because I guess they reincarnated in our world. But then they got Wait, summoned to that world. So, like, they were in the world. Right. The fantasy world. They died or something. Yeah, the fantasy world. They reincarnated in our world. In our world. And... Yes, and then they got summoned back to the fantasy world. Why? Um, this is too complicated. Um, That's a hat on a hat. It's like, it's like seven years later, so everyone he knows is still alive, and there's there's shit happening. Um, that's that's a hat on a hat. I don't like that. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's it's pretty mid, but I'm gonna keep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I mean that's just uh, because you dedicate yourself to watching anything that you put two episodes into <laughs> <laughs> that's not true because this next one the aristocrats otherworldly adventure serving gods who go too far is shit <laughs> okay yeah yeah it's it's bad. that bad um yeah. Oh. So, uh, it's it's another one of those, uh, dude dies and then gets reincarnated in another world, um, as, like, a baby. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then grows up, but still has all the knowledge of the other world. Right, it's Saga of Tanya the Evil. Yes. Uh, except, um, it's just power fantasy and not interesting. Right. Uh, he he learns he learns everything that he can uh, before he's able to like gain power at all. Uh, apparently, when you're like five or six years old, you go and you get baptized by the church, <laughs> and um, uh, the gods grant you boons. 
And the highest anyone can get is, is five, and most people only get a boon from, like, one or two gods. Um, Man, they've so never played Hades. You, 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 you can guess now that uh, he gets uh, level ten boons from literally every god. Wow. Uh, which, <laughs> yeah, so, of course. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's stupid. It's it's not a good anime. I, I watched three episodes and was like, "This, th- th- no, I'm not watching any more of this shit." Yeah, hold my beer so I can slit my wrists and avoid the rest of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, talking about power fantasy, that's good though. Okay, where are we I, going? I got a I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too. Is what an isekai where you don't. You don't get summoned or reincarnated or reborn or any of that shit. Uh, he his house that he he got from his grandfather uh, because everyone else in his family sucks and hates him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So so he stays there alone, and, and the grandfather liked him, so he he got the house. Uh, apparently, his grandfather had a portal to another world in like what? behind a secret panel. And was, like, some superhero back in, in the other world. Because, so it's power fantasy like, Narnia. Yes, it, it is. Okay. Um, and, and he's this, he's this fat slob. Like, like he's, he's a fat, ugly slob, but... The grandpa um, or the main guy? He goes... The, the, the grandpa's dead. But okay. the, main, the main guy. Yeah, and main guy goes into the other world and, um, kills, like... Grandpa left a, the all of the the best weapons over there. Like literally, like these are the god weapons, right? Um, and so he picks them up and kills one of the things that's on the other side, um, and it instantly levels him up like a hundred times because he used a really powerful weapon against a very powerful enemy uh-huh. at level zero. And then they did the uh, fruit of evolution bullshit, where he suddenly became skinny and hot. Yes, exactly. Right. But he doesn't realize that he's now skinny and hot. He he he's still self aware and Look down. and like yeah he, <laughs> yeah he he and and he's been picked on all his life, so he he's still not comfortable with people liking him. Um, yeah. So uh, it's it's actually. It's really interesting, um, and it's enjoyable. The, the The power fantasy part of it is is actually enjoyable, which doesn't always happen. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's enough for me. <laughs> speaking of being reincarnated, let's go ahead and do Oshinoko. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the big one yeah this one's weird it is so the first episode is basically a feature length prologue yes <laughs> yes <laughs> it is we're in our main and character it's delightful. is a doctor and he's like a super fanboy over an idol said idol comes to his hospital pregnant with twins he's like i'm going to help you give birth to these twins um, and then the day that he's supposed to do that, he gets pushed off a cliff by a stalker and dies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And then he gets reborn as one of those twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such an interesting, weird premise. Right. And and also really, really well done. Yes. Like, the anime is just really good. Halfway through, I was about to... Uh, I was like, I'm probably not going to keep watching this. Halfway through that prologue, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like... You fuck that. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, this is just some... Oh, look, I'm so great at acting now that I'm uh, an idol's child. Oh, look at all these wonderful opportunities afforded to me now that I'm in a privileged position. Which, I mean, he was already a fucking doctor, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, he, it's mentioned later, he got into Tokyo Medical University. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> he definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, Brilliant man. <laughs> but then, um, then she gets murdered by that same stalker at the end of the prologue. Yeah. And he vows vengeance against his father, who he deems to be the one responsible for the stalker knowing where she was. Who do you think it is? I don't think it's anybody we've met. Okay. Yeah. I, I genuinely don't think it's a single person that we've met yet. Unless okay. unless it's actually the uh, talent guy, but that doesn't make any sense. No, that that's like the closest to a guess I could have at this point. But but um, the fact that she like had to keep it a secret from the talent guy that she was calling, yeah, makes me less likely. It's less likely to me that he's it, but he's the closest guess I have. Especially since after yeah. her death, he completely di- disappeared, went off. Yeah, the grid. he's just gone. Yeah. Um. Episode 2, the show picks up proper, and now the main guy and his sister, who is also a reincarnated child, um, are they're, they're now teenagers going to high school, and he, he finally has his first break in finding out, in reaching out to people who were secretly close to his mom. Yeah. Um... And it brought back. I think this is a fantastic show. Yeah, it brought back the uh, child actor from the prologue, and uh-huh. she's like actually super awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's probably the best character in the show so far. I did not expect her to to come back. Like I, I was me neither. Blindsided by that, actually. <laughs> but I love that she did. Oh yeah, she's it's great. great. <laughs> um. Do you have any other thoughts on that one, John? Uh, There's a couple of shows this season that are, like, the best shows of the season. This one is definitely one of them. Uh, It's... This is the one to watch. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, let me hit up another one that you're not watching yet. Okay. Uh, Mashal. Magic and Muscles. Magic and Muscles. Yes. Uh, this one is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's... This one's weird. Um, but... It's... It's funny. 
Um, it's it's something that like in in the intro of it, it's it's all like pictures of of wizards summoning um, uh, like physical thing like golems to fight against. And it's like, yeah, dude, the 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 dude that can't use magic and all he has is muscles, uh, he can absolutely beat uh, anything that's physical. Duh. Right. Yeah. The thing is, early on, they start like casting like energy magic at him. <laughs> okay. I don't know what he does he to fuck- that. He fucking just blocks it and, and knocks it away like it's a, like it's a physical thing. But he punches energy? <laughs> like, yeah, yes, yes. His <laughs> muscles have ascended to the point where he can just fucking block energy. Okay, that is magic. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's not, I yeah, don't he's... use magic. That's, magic has infested my body. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's, here's the thing, though. Like, he can't use magic. Right. Um, like, it's in like his everyone muscles. has. No, 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 like, like, everyone is born with a mark that, uh-huh. like, shows that they can use magic. Um, and a few, some people just aren't. They aren't born with that. And to keep the, uh, society pure, there's a, uh, military police force that goes out and hunts down these people and kills them. Uh, but he's lived out in the wilderness for most of his life, so they didn't find him until he was um, ridiculously strong. <laughs> and so they couldn't kill him. Correct. They they can't kill him. Um, so it's it's an absurd show. It's also really funny. So he he also like he's. He menaces magic into doing certain things. What? <laughs> like, like someone will cast magic at him, and he he will like stare at it angrily, and it it just won't happen anymore. At the magic? <laughs> yes. Not at the yes. person casting the magic. No. Nope. No. <laughs> at the magic <laughs> itself. Yes. <laughs> yep. It is great. Okay. Um. This is absolutely not anywhere close to the best anime of the season, but it's it's ridiculous enough to watch. <laughs> okay. Oh, we've deleted stuff. Yes, I have. Go yeah. on. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, let's get a bad one out of the way. <laughs> Rokudo's Bad I've... Girls... Okay. So, this is a harem anime. So yeah, in yeah this, I could get that from the name. In this show, the main character is a high school boy. Duh. Um, he has a couple of other loser friends. The three of them are all fucking losers. And they go to a high school that is all just, like, delinquents, right? Honestly, it seems like yeah. a world of delinquents, but they specifically call out his high school as being, like, basically filled with delinquents. Like, have you ever seen Beelzebub, that anime? He goes to yeah. that high school. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
he gets a letter in the mail from his dead grandpa, and it marks him on his forehead with a magic crest. And the magic crest makes all delinquent girls fall in love with him. <laughs> ah! He uses this power. What a surprise! To protect himself and his friends at the delinquent school. Uh huh. And yeah, protect. Instantaneously becomes friends with his uh, best friend, Bully. His, his bully, main bully, becomes best friends. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a shit show. It had an interesting art style, so I was like, oh, maybe there's something to it. No. No. <laughs> there's not. <laughs> no, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch uh... Rokudo's Bad Girls. It, You'll only feel embarrassed. It takes a lot to make me feel embarrassed, but I wasn't going to watch this anyways. <laughs> it would make you, even you, feel embarrassed. Are, are you going to keep watching it? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you, you know how people get, like, real worried that their mom would walk in on them watching porn? Yes. I'm more yeah. worried my mom would walk in on me watching that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Good. Yeah. It's it's genuine trash. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Well. Uh, what's next? Um another one from this middle that I haven't seen. Okay. Um Oh, big boobs. <sighs> big Is old the Cafe Terrace and its goddesses? Yeah, big old honkers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Th- this show is plot. <laughs> H- have you watched the first episode at least? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, um is there actually yeah, you... plot? Is there a twist in the plot? Not <sighs> I mean So, the plot is that character goes back to his grandma's home and uh, he's going to bulldoze it uh and because like she's dead and uh he can turn it into a parking lot or something and, and make money off of it while he goes to college pay paradise put up a parking yeah. lot <laughs> that's <laughs> golly golly that <laughs> holy shit how have they not used that for this anime because it's <laughs> it's perfect it's 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 perfect <laughs> like it's literally perfect um because right now, uh, apparently while he was gone, his grandma invited, like, four or five utter goddesses into uh, her home. Okay, and are they, they help actually goddesses, there. or are they just hot? No. No, they're just hot as fuck. Okay. <laughs> there is nothing divine about them, aside from their appearance. Aside from the um, big old honkers. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, they don't all have big ol' honkers. Most of them did from that, beauty, what I saw. beauty comes in many shapes and sizes. And it's mostly giant breasts. <laughs> hey, <laughs> big butts and thighs count, too. That's true. Um, yeah. We love thick, thick thighs. Thick thighs save lives. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like, it's... Uh, so he wants to evict them so that he can, you know, burn the place down and put up a parking lot. Um, and uh, they convince him not to. Um, okay. Not via sexual means. They, they try that several times. They try work. that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead, what happens is he remembers that uh, he loves his grandma and uh, what he wanted to to, like, help her with and so they they work together to to bring the cafe back. Um, so yeah, there's technically plot there, but really the show is about plot, <laughs> right? Yeah, and there's a lot of really good plot. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Um. So, anyways, yeah, that's a it's a good show. Uh, that show is one you wouldn't want your mom to walk in for the original reason. <laughs> uh. Anyways, okay. uh, let's also talk about Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury Season 2. I apparently missed... It feels like I missed the last episode of the first season, although it, it's not Season 2. It's really the second core of the one season. Right. Um... I don't play those but, games in season two. Yeah, there's a there's an episode that happens before they switch the um, intro. So I'm either I missed it, which I don't think so, or they've like weirdly played that one and then started. The Dude, it might be the fucking Bofuri shit where like <laughs> I told you in Bofuri they kept yeah. the original intro. Yeah. And then suddenly it changed, like, two episodes into the, the second season. It might be that yeah. shit. <laughs> it might be that shit. Um, but uh, it has gone much more into the uh, political intrigue and uh, warfare that I expect from Mobile Suit Gundam. Right. Because um, season one is mostly it, school shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so, like, season two is a lot more in the other... They're, they're still at school, but, like, there's terrorists running around, and uh, the people... Main characters are dying. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, it's getting a lot more intense. No, 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 no. Okay. Not, not him yet. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's... It's picking up. Um... And it's it's exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to more. Okay. And um, then I guess I'll just get Uncle from Another World out of the way. Yeah. Because uh, you, you haven't it? finished it yet. I caught up on it. I've I've now finished it. It it finally released on Netflix, the rest of it. Uh it's been out for a while, uh, through less legitimate sources, but wanted to wait for the, the legitimate one because uh that's the only way I watch it with my wife. Um and it's it's delightful. They never get to the point where what I was hoping the the elf or or one of them shows up in our world. I'm still holding out hope for it though because they realize that like they they finally come to understand that he is from another world and he's searching for a way back and and um 
there was an incredible set piece battle that was was very good. Uh, so great show. I hope they do a season two. I hope someone besides Netflix picks it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, did Elf or any of the other girls ever come to our world? No, that's that's what I said a moment ago. Is oh, that okay. that didn't happen? I'm sorry, I got caught up in you saying set piece battle. Yeah, I, I said it before then. Okay, yeah. I, um, I heard set yeah. piece battle. I was like, ooh, I like set piece yeah. battles. <laughs> uh huh. It was it was nice. Every, everyone teamed up. All all the people we've run into so far to to fight against a a, a big bad. Awesome. Uh huh. Um. Okay. What should What's I next? do? Uh, Jigo Karaku. Or, actually, let's let's go ahead and change it on here. I don't know why I put it on here like this. This is called Hell's Paradise. Um, yeah, this is the other one that I've heard could be one could of be. the big ones. It's a big one. I'm going to tell you right now. This is like... This is low-key, like, Chainsaw Man level. Well, um, it's made by the... Uh, like, Chainsaw Man's... Um, it's it's MAPPA. Protégé. Oh, is no, it? No, no, I mean, the, like, the, the... Yeah. The manga? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a... It has a lot of that vibe to it. It's got a lot of characters. They're already dying like fucking flies. You never know... <laughs> Beyond the two main characters, who could die this episode? Listen, the second episode, they put, they put like 50 criminals in a tent together and said, okay, now kill each other until there are 10 of you left. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next episode of those 10 that were left, all of whom were said to have like superpower level abilities, I think, like, three were already dead. Yep, that makes sense. And most of them died off screen. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. So, basically, it's following this ninja guy who... He's been he's been sentenced to death. And they, they keep trying to kill him. They keep trying and trying and trying to kill him, and he's unkillable. And then eventually, he realizes that... It's not that he's unkillable. It's that he doesn't want to die. So, like, they they go... Well, what, what happens is they go and to chop off his head, right? And he's like, oh, finally somebody's going to kill me. That's his thoughts. And then we learn later, he tensed up his neck so hard that the fucking sword broke. It wasn't just, like, <laughs> his neck was that strong at rest. He purposefully saved himself. Like, and, and yeah. so they just keep going through that, like, over and over and over again until he realizes, oh, wait, I do want to live. And it's because he he's married, and he was telling the other main character, like, oh, yeah, like, she's a complete idiot, and I just wanted to get away from her. And that's all bullshit. He loves her. He loves her so much that yeah. he betrayed his entire ninja clan in order to try and get away from her evil dad <laughs> and get her away from there. Um, 
And uh, he's offered the ability to uh, uh, to gain a pardon from the Shogun, which will also protect him from for the rest of his life from any consequences for anything he does. Like, an insane Bullshit. fucking pardon. An insane <laughs> yes. pardon. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but it makes sense when you realize he has to go to an island where nobody knows anything about this island. Everybody they send to it keeps getting sent back on boats, having been turned into, like, weird flower creatures when they died. Um, and you ha- they have to go to this island and find the elixir of life, which will grant immortality, and bring it back to the shogun. And then you get the pardon. So, that's why they're all on the island. They get to the island, they're all dropping like flies, and that's before you even realize that the weird butterflies that are turning people into flowers are not even the main threat. There's all these fucking, like, Tao and Buddhist, uh, like, mockeries of gods roaming the island, trying to murder them, also. (laughs) Yeah. And now they're trying to, they're all, the criminals are also trying to murder each other and succeeding in some cases. And if this doesn't pan out or they don't get the elixir of life soon, they're also going to send more evil people to the island in order to try and get the elixir. Ah. So it's just like an escalation of bullshit. One of the characters mm. described it as like one of those, um, there's like venom jars where you put a whole bunch of uh, super venomous animals together in a jar and have them kill each other until there's only one yeah. left. And that's the one with the strongest venom, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's that. But you keep opening the jar and adding even more venomous animals to it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. It's really cool. And the art style is awesome, and there's so many interesting characters that you get to watch die. (laughs) 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 Oh, the phrasing on that. Right. I mean, it's it's what happens, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Do another one that is just me. Um... Why Rayliana ended up at the Duke's mansion. Uh, you know what? I should have added this to my isekai list. Um, because... Is Rayliana an isekai? Yes. Uh, she dies, uh, in our world. I don't remember how. I really don't. It It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone pushed her off a building. Whatever. Oh, damn. It didn't matter. Um... (laughs) And then she ends up in the world of a novel. So she's read this novel before. She knows how it ends. And she is the character who dies in the beginning and sets it all off. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's, there's like, it's, she is, <coughs> uh, she is a lower um, noble, a lesser noble. Or she's the daughter, I suppose, of a lesser noble. Hold on, John. Um, she ended up in the murder of Roger Ackroyd, and she's Roger Ackroyd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, basically. 
Um, so uh, she knows who kills her, and she knows who eventually uh, solves it all, and who is Poirot. Yeah, he's a duke. Yeah, he's he's the duke. That's so. Dukes are sons of the king, or, or not sons of brothers of the king. <clears throat> so. Um, he's functionally the pinnacle of the, of society, aside from the king. So she goes to him to get out of uh, her engagement with her murderer. Um, oh shit! And and he's playing a a subterfuge game as well behind the scenes to like he's playing the um, conservatives versus the liberals basically. Um, he he's pretending to be a conservative while at the same time being their worst nightmare. I like see. like they yeah. Um and uh she's the only like one of the only people that knows because she knows the book. <laughs> like sh- sh- there's no way she should know, <clears throat> but she knows way too many secrets, like state secrets. Um so like he takes her under her wing and it's very interesting because it on the one hand it's a drama because like there's there's always the chance that she could be murdered and and there's this secret society going around and and like planning to kill people and kick control and stuff and his you know the duke's subterfuge to like rid the um the kingdom of of this conservative bullshit power um <clears throat> but at the same time it's a romance <laughs> because like she doesn't like him for some reason um she doesn't like the the book yeah um but at the same time he's hella attractive um and is that that, that's enough and then like super hot yeah and there's there's another man that's also super hot that like his his uh, his best friend, basically. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a really good show. Okay. It's got a good plot and, uh, the, the romance looks interesting too. You pick one. Uh, Skip and Loafer. Let's get the romance okay. out of the way. Yeah, it's cute. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a very good depiction of somebody moving from a small town into the big city. It's just a small town girl <laughs> living in a tiny <laughs> <coughs> No, but for real, I, I think it does very good at that. And it's also very good at making me want to bury my fucking head deep, deep <laughs> under the ground. <laughs> Uh, yep. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> the secondhand embarrassment uh, emanating off of this show is uh-huh. a lot to take sometimes. And if it if it was a live action show, I would one hundred percent be walking into the other room half the time it was playing. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I would. Because <laughs> like I can't handle the the fucking bullshit embarrassment that happens no all the time with this <laughs> it's it's intense but like legit the kind of uh, the shit that happens in this 
were it to happen in in a in an American movie, I would be out of the room just listening to it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there's a movie. Absolutely. There's a movie called Rachel Getting Married, where uh, Anne Hathaway gets up and gives this like th- this very embarrassing toast at her sister's uh, like wedding reception or whatever. And I yeah. just want to die the whole time because the entire speech is not about her sister, but about her. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and the Skip and Loafer gives me that kind of vibes. <laughs> yeah. Um, what doesn't make me want to cringe out of my fucking skin is my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. Um, yeah. I don't think any of them are actually level 999. No, I don't think so either. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, Yamada-kun would be the only one who I could see being that. Cause Maybe. Because he's a pro gamer. Right. But he only um, plays this, this MMO thing in his spare time. Like, he doesn't even, like, like, yeah. he plays it seriously, but it's not his main game. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, well, I, I I would say it's his main game. It's just not the game he's paid to play. Right. He's paid to play, like, Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a CSGO uh, guy, but he plays this to Discount relax. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, it's cute. I absolutely called who Ruhime was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that was pretty obvious as soon as that episode it's, ended. Like, she is not uh, the 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 young girl who looks like Rurihime is not Rurihime. That was pretty yeah, obvious. It was, it was like the the young girl young girl that looks like Rurihime, and then as soon as we met the the guy, the blonde guy, yeah, super cheerful. Yeah, I, I was hella nerdy. I was, yeah. <laughs> like uh, we hadn't even gotten to the the place yet. It was it was just like up. Oh, he's Rohimi. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I was the same. I was like, this is him. <laughs> that yeah, that's her. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you think not Rohimi is going to be the kind of annoying as shit character I expect her to be? Runa. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. You, you also agree that she is the introduction of the worst kind of romance story yes. character. Yeah, yeah. See the one that who tries to get. I mean, Tony Kawa has that too with the um, basically the adopted sister of the uh, what's her name the the bride, right? Just constantly, like, I, I don't approve of this, and I'm gonna try and find a way to break you up. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah, and it's always the worst. Whenever they're on Nobody screen... Nobody wants you here. Whenever they're on screen, the show is at its worst. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping they surprise me, but I fully expect that that's what she is, and it kind of bums yeah. me out. Me too. Um, Skip and Loafer, actually, going back to that kind of has a character like that, but it's so focused on everybody's character development that it's not as yeah. annoying there. Also, like, that character has 
zero choice. So, like, Yamada-kun, Yamada doesn't have romantic interests. Right. From what I can, from what they're building him up to be right now. I'm sure at some point he'll, he'll learn what it, bleh, whatever. Um, the boy in Skip and Loafer could not give a shit about any of the other women. Right. And it's <laughs> obvious. He's like, like y'all are awesome <laughs> friends. And then my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, there's, they have no chance. Right. Right. <laughs> But but in Yamada Kun, there there's the facade at least of like he could go with any of these people, like yeah. And, and so it's it's annoying as shit because you know he won't, you know he won't. Yeah. But they're gonna play it like he could, and it's annoying. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Okay. What have we not talked about? Um. Birdie Wing and Doctor Stone. Yeah. I've got four trash anime that I'm gonna stop watching. That I'll I'll just clean house. Yeah, let's, at the end. No, let's just do that now. Let's let's end on a higher. Okay, note. we'll end with okay. Doctor Stone. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the dangers in my heart is actually a really cute anime, but there's too much anime this season, and I need to have a life. So <laughs> I, I had to pick to get rid of some stuff. Um, Dangerous in My Heart is about a chuny young boy. He's oh, God. so chuny. Um, he's he's all uh, in his his head. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill all my classmates, and yeah, I'm so dark, and oh, and, and then yeah, and then there's a really cute girl, like the cutest girl in the class, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna kill her, but then she acts really cute, and uh, he was like, well. Let me take care of you for right now. That sounds and, miserable and then, to watch. And then <laughs> later he's like, ah, oh, but I'm going to kill you in his head. Like he never vocalizes any of this. Um, so uh, it's a really cute uh, show, but there's just too much better shit. And uh, there, there's too much better shit. And there's too much worse shit for me to watch this stuff in the middle. Justify um, this mid-ass bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my clueless first friend is the same boat. Uh, it is a cute, really, really ridiculously cute um, show about these elementary schoolers where one of the, the girl is picked on constantly because she's uh, dark. Like she, she's got like her her eyes are, are kind of creepy and her hair's black and like covers over her face and and she looks a little spooky and so everyone uh, calls her like the Grim Reaper and stays away from her and bullies her and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's really uncool, uh, but she's gotten used to it because she's been in elementary school for a while. Uh, new boy gets transferred in and he's like, dude, you're the you're the Grim Reaper? That's awesome! And he's super interested in um, the, like, spooky things like that. Um, but also, he's just super interested in her. And he's, it's it's really cute about that. Everyone's like, oh, you're gonna get a curse. And he's like, oh, really? I'll get cursed? That's so cool! <laughs> Can you really curse me? Yeah. Do it right now! Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but you know, he's, he, he just, he thinks she's a really cool person and, uh, she thinks, uh, he's cute because he likes her. Um, and it's, it's a cute anime, but also the, again, it's pretty mid amongst everything else. (laughs) Um, then there's, uh, Yuri is my job, uh, which is what it says. Um, it's a bunch of girls where their job is Yuri. To, to have uh, sex it's, with it, each other? No, no. To make it look <laughs> like they're sexually interested with each other. Okay. They run a cafe where they uh, pretend to all be from the same uh, prestigious school. And, uh, yeah. And they um, uh, pretend to be attracted to each other. Okay. Uh, the, definitely some of them are 100% attracted to each other and there's a bunch of character development and stuff, but it's it's not that great. If you just add a boy I mean, who has to pretend to be one of them, then this becomes Orin High School host yes. club. Like <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> and it, it feels a lot like that. Um, It's okay. Okay. <laughs> It's it's okay. It's not as good as last season's gay girls uh, shows. What was so, last season's gay girls shows? Uh, dude, I don't. It, that was last season. I don't remember. Right, we've moved on. <laughs> yeah, I've moved on. <laughs> the season has passed. So, uh, um, yeah, it, we move on God. with our disposable entertainment. Yeah, let's see. What would it have been? It would have been. Uh, Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young Lady. That was... Oh, yeah. That was the I game remember that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, th- this one isn't good enough for me to keep watching it. Okay. Uh, the Legendary Hero is Dead has a banger of an opening. Okay. Uh, and the, the, char- the main character is uh, very... Uh, um, uh, what's the term for you? Like, you can... You can relate with them really well because they really like thighs. Um, <laughs> uh, aside from that, this is shit. Okay, <laughs> it's it's utter utter garbage. the The humor sucks. The plot sucks. What the, about everything the plot? Sucks. Uh, it also sucks. <laughs> it's it like I mean no, don't get me wrong. There are some very nice thighs in this show. Okay. But in general, this show absolutely sucks. Uh, it was a grind to watch the second episode. We didn't want to finish the first one. But we're like, well, maybe I've heard some good things about... No. No. Don't watch this. It's not worth it. There is better plot out there. Okay. It's at the Cafe Terrace and it's gone. <laughs> Alright, what's next? Um, real quick side note. Pretty wing, I guess. <laughs> Hell's Paradise has what is probably the single best opening of this season. It's metal as fuck. If you don't watch the anime, at least watch that opening. God damn. Okay. Just side note. You mentioned Legendary Hero had a badass opening. 
fucking Hell's it, Paradise. It's it's pretty good banger, honestly. <clears throat> um, Birdie Wing, the main character, has just remembered who her parents are. And I think it implied that she's related to her love interest, which is weird. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. I don't know, though. I haven't watched the newest, newest episode, but that's where it ended. She she was doing a sick-ass golf shot where she had to, like, zone out or some bullshit. I don't know. You know, magic golf shit. And, oh. and doing the magic golf shit triggered her memories of her childhood, and she remembered who her parents were. Interesting. And so shit is going off the rails. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Other than that, it's it's cute-ass girls doing doing golf shit. Um, yeah. As usual. Yeah. it's For that show. And it's always ridiculous. It's basically a shounen anime, but they're playing golf. And yeah. that's awesome. Watch it. <laughs> Just do it. I don't know what right. else to say. Just do it. Okay. 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 <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh yeah, Doctor Stone, New World. Yeah. They golly, they, it's think. Have you seen the most recent episode, the one that came out like today? No, I haven't. Okay, because I mean, they Doctor Stone has always been like. Oh yeah, we're gonna do this one thing, and now we have fucking cars. <laughs> yes, they they set out yeah, to to make like, one thing, and then they have to build fifty other things to get to the one thing. <laughs> so this season's all about getting to the new world, or at least that's how it starts out with. Uh, so they, you know, they start building a boat, and then they're looking for a captain for the boat, and then then they they've got to get bread so that they can you know, be able to survive the journey and, and mm-hmm. now they're looking for oil. And, uh, <laughs> then, I remember like, them finding the less... oil. They found oil, right? Yes. They, yes. they found oil. Uh, now this last episode, they, they, they're mining iron and they've got, um, like mine carts and, uh, they've paved roads and oh, they they got funking uh, CRT now, and um, like radar, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna make GPS now. <laughs> oh, I remember him saying that. Like, we're gonna make yeah. a GPS at the end of the last episode. I saw. Did he actually yeah. do it? No. So far, he made radar and sonar. Um, we'll, we'll see if he actually makes GPS. I I think he could. Considering satellites are designed to last a really long time, and right. they're powered solar, so it's not like their batteries would die. So, and they're in the vacuum of space, so there's nothing that would like affect them to like. Yeah, and they're in geosynchronous in orbit for a lot, so like they they shouldn't really bump into a whole lot of other stuff. I mean, it's possible. There's junk up there. It's possible that all of the satellites have dis- been destroyed in the thousand plus years. Right. But also, 
It's entirely possible that there are satellites up there. So it's, it's more likely than it is not. Yeah. So I could see him piggybacking off of a contemporary modern um, architecture to to make a GPS work. But it would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. Um, they also uh, this is a pretty big spoiler. Do you do you want me to say it? Go ahead. They came into contact with another entity. Oh, wait, I remember that. Oh, wait, it was like sending Morse code over the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. The the Y person. Yeah. Yeah. Did they get more than just and Y out of it? No, they haven't yet. But they, it's it's assumed that they are the person who caused the problem to begin with. So, who boy. Yeah, that's going to be so it's, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's very good. Watch Dr. Stone. And that's Stone. it for anime. Yeah. Game facts, the facts about the Just Dance, gonna be okay, but up dude. 2015. What was all that? The, the song, Just Dance. Okay. <laughs> this Gosh, is looking like a short a one. What, Gaga fan? What led you to do Just Dance? Uh, there are several reasons. One, uh, light novel recaps go long. Uh, anime watched goes long. Um, I didn't want to do any of the facts I've currently got pulled out. Um, and... Uh, this seemed easy. Okay. Um, yeah. Just Dance 2015 is a rhythm game developed by the horrible Ubisoft Paris, Milan, Reflections, Pune, and Bucharest, and published by the sexual abuse company Ubisoft, of course, for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Wii, and Wii U. Yeah. This kind of a generation straddling game there. Yeah. In Just Dance between, 2015. Between the Wii and the Switch, the the console that came after the Wii. Right? Yeah, the Switch would have come out in 2016. Right? Yeah, cuz cuz it went from Wii, it, it it went GameCube, then Wii, then Nintendo Switch. Hmm. I feel like we're forgetting something there. <laughs> you know, I'll have to check I don't my notes. think we are. <laughs> <laughs> In Just Dance 2015, you mimic the dance routine of an on-screen cutout to a selection of songs with points given for accuracy. New to this version is the ability to send ghost data from your best runs to other players as a challenge. Yeah. Absolutely nobody ever did that. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that if I was really into Just Dance, which I am not. Right, there's so few people that that applies to. (laughs) Um, Sixth of the 14 main series games, the series has shown some major staying power since its early days as a Wii exclusive. I played some of those early Just Dance games at, like, high school parties. Yeah, I I don't know that I actually played the original one, which kind of sucked, but I definitely played Just Dance 2 and 3. I have... I have a very vivid memory 
of being at an acquaintance's house, um, playing Just Dance, and everybody dancing to Hey Ya by Outcast. <laughs> okay. And and also that was when I decided that I hated the song Hey Ya. <laughs> okay. It's such a long and obnoxious song. Yeah, I, it, I love Outcasts. Their first three albums are fucking, like, golden. 100% golden. Love them. Love everything about them. Hey Ya sucks. Hey Ya is just a <sighs> shit song. That, like, I, I mean, <laughs> get rid it's, of it. It's got, it's got so many, like, standout moments that, like, by themselves are, are cool. Are good. Like, yeah, like, like, uh, what's cooler than being cool? Uh, ice cold. <laughs> like that's that's a that's a call out you can make and everyone knows it. Uh shake it like a Polaroid picture, which is is not necessarily good for the picture. Right. They um, tell you not to do that. But uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like like it it's it's something you can you can point at and be like, Yeah, yeah, these elements are good. The rest of it is too damn much. Right. <laughs> it's, it's it's so it's, catchy <laughs> that it's annoyingly catchy. It's I, I yeah. hate how catchy it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, the original game, titled after a song Lady Gaga wrote in ten minutes, did not itself Real perform story. well. What? It's it's true. She she wrote it in about ten minutes. Okay. But its successor, Just Dance Two, scored very well because it directly competed with the better Dance Central. That required the relatively expensive and useless Kinect camera to work, which anything that requires the Kinect is just an automatic fail. Just (laughs) goodbye. You wasted your money developing this. Yep. Ironically leading the Ubisoft to release Just Dance 3 on Xbox and PlayStation the next year, requiring the expensive peripherals. Oof. Um... Point about Dance Central is that it was largely considered, is largely considered to be the best Kinect game. Uh, Reggie Fizeme even said that. He was like, this is, this is the best game for the Kinect. Like, this right here is the reason to have it. The Just Dance 3? Uh, yeah. Huh. No, no, Dance Central. Oh, Dance Central Central. was the best. Oh, Okay. But, again, it required a connect, which meant that despite the fact that it was the best game with the connect, You might as well have shipped it, it out directly to the used section. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like releasing a game for Ouya. Do you remember the Ouya? I vaguely remember the Ouya. <laughs> That's O-U-Y-A, yeah. right? Correct. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just vowels. Um... <laughs> Hey now, the Y is acting like a like a fucking a con- consonant, a, a consonant there. in this one, yeah. But uh, I don't think, yeah, the Uya in total sold around two hundred thousand units. That's sad. That's a really sad number. Yeah, it is. Uh, the most popular game on the Uya was Towerfall, uh, which sold seven thousand copies. I feel like I've seen that on Steam. Yeah, Towerfall Ascension, I know, is on Steam. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. I don't know if Towerfall, the original, came out on Steam. But... Okay. 
There are a lot of Just Dance games, including four Japan exclusives with exclusive Mario dances and Yokai Watch songs and characters. (laughs) Three kids' versions featuring songs from Disney movies. Shrek, Despicable Me, Yo Gabba Gabba, and The Wiggles. (laughs) Two Disney-specific versions. And various other spin-offs and experiences, such as ABBA, You Can Dance, or The Black Eyed Peas Experience. Mm-hmm. There's... Gotta uh, love that Black Eyed Peas Experience. There were, there were a lot of those. Because um, there, was, there was also the... Oh, what was it? The, the Michael Jackson, the experience. Uh huh. The the hip hop dance experience, hip-hop including dance top experience. hit tracks by artists like Flo Rida. No, B-O-B, not Flo Rida and Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. well, Rihanna's awesome. Yeah, Rihanna, even Rihanna's yeah. worst songs. That's not true. You know what? She has some real fucking downers. I'm not going to finish saying that. <laughs> uh, there is also Dance on Broadway and The Smurfs Dance Party. We're moving on. Looking back at Just Dance set lists is a blast to the past as you see songs that have long since left the limelight. Such as for Just Dance 2015, the nominal game for this week, we see songs like Mana Mana by Frankie Bostello. I don't know that one. Mana Oh, that. Uh, the Fox by Ilvis. What, what does, does the fox, fox say? say? <laughs> and Gangnam Style by Psy. Oh, 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 oh. Gangnam Style. Uh, <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> they also uh, they also had things like uh, "Sexy and I Know It" and "Moves Like Jagger" and um, "Boom Clap." And I know it. Uh, Rock and Roll by Avril Lavigne. That was in that period of Avril Lavigne songs where it's like, who cares? <laughs> my my brother. He is, he is a big Avril Lavigne fan. <laughs> uh, he he she regularly has concerts in uh, DC. Oh yeah, and he regularly drives to DC to to go to them. <laughs> you know, she used to be married to Chad Kroger. Uh huh. That's insane, right? Uh huh. Like. Who could possibly ever be married to Chad Kroger? She was also married to Busy D. The man looks like the underside of a wet rug. That was mean. That was mean. I'm you're, sorry, you're, Chad you're not, Kroger. <laughs> you're not wrong, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look at this photograph! <laughs> uh. 
Another fact about the headline game, so we all don't think Archimedes is just phoning it in this week. <laughs> Carrie Swidecki currently holds the world record for longest continuous video game session, playing Just Dance 2015 from July 11th to 17th in 2015 for a grand total of 138 hours and 34 seconds. That's five and three quarter days of continuous dancing. Talk about stamina. Ta- talk yeah. about sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> Let somebody else sub in for a minute. God damn. Nope. nope. Did she really dance the whole time? Yeah. That sounds like uh, torture. She, she holds 13 Guinness World Records titles, including... Longest video game marathon of all time, video game longest video game marathon on a dance game, longest video game marathon on a just dance game, longest video game marathon on a rhythm game, longest video game marathon on a motion sensing dance game, most high scores achieved on a dance video game series in 24 hours, and longest video game marathon on a mobile game app. Mobile app game, that one. Uh, she is also uh, <laughs> lost 75 pounds through Exer Gaming. <laughs> Okay. Uh, has several world records for DDR. Makes sense. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Carrie Swidecki, dancing game badass. Yeah. Well, she's that... a teacher as well. Oh, that's cool. And that was just the facts. God damn it! I was gonna steal it from you. <laughs> and you're not going to. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> it's my tagline. You can't have it. Get your own. Okay. So, uh, we get to light novel section. And, um... Yeah. And and, and we don't have a light novel to talk about. Technically. Yeah. So, um... That's it. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, goodbye. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> So, we, we announced last week, or I guess it technically was last week that it we announced last it, because week. We're, we're off yeah. on weeks. I mean, this one's coming out this week, too, so it is technically last week, but it's because we, we screwed up. Yeah. Um, we, we announced last week that we are going to do the Kino's Journey light novel, and then we both went on... <clears throat> um, uh, South American River website to order the books. And we both ordered the same book, which is not the light novel, but actually the manga. <laughs> because it turns out uh, the so this light is... novel. Hold on, I want to tell the go... story. Okay. I want to tell the story. This is a tale of American incompetence. <laughs> so. They gave it to Tokyo Pop for the uh, for the localization, and for whatever fucking dum- dumbass reason, Tokyo Pop said, "Okay, so you know how it, it, it easily the title easily translates to Kino's Journey, right? Um, yeah, we're not going to translate it, and we're just going to print it as Kino Notabi, so that nobody fucking understands what the fuck they're picking up." So that, that, first of all, you fucked up. You're a waste of time. 
I don't. You shipped it to the used aisle. I don't know. Then, <laughs> then, not only did they leave it, leave the title in Japanese, but they decided to fuck with the order of the chapters. They rearranged the chapters of the book, which is a batshit thing to do. Like, genuinely insane. You know, but imagine if if Pulp Fiction was localized in Japan and they decided to put everything in chronological order. <laughs> right? That's yeah. That's that's an insane thing to do. Equally uh-huh. insane shifting the chapters around. And so Kino's journey has laid dormant since like 2006 because Tokyo Pop fucked it up, and I guess they still yeah. have the rights. And yeah. for some reason, the, gave them the, the rights. Author didn't want to keep having it fucked up. Right? Weird. So he said, "Like, hey, stop that!" And uh, now <laughs> n- none of none of the books have ever been published in yeah. English. So when we went to go buy the book. We didn't know any of that. Um, and we got the manga version. And we got the manga. So that's what we read. Yep. And it's what we're going to keep reading. And it's it's very easy to tell also that this manga version leaves a lot out. Like, yeah. A lot. I mean, you can tell that just from the color pages where it shows... Um, Kino and Kino riding on a motor rad and you can read a little excerpt of like a conversation they had on the back of the motor rad and that just straight up doesn't happen in the manga they they never share a ride on a motor rad together no because they're introduced and then Kino dies yeah so the uh the manga starts in uh, what is the name of the this the town? The land of adults. Okay, the the land of adult, and because um, each town is like its own country in this world. Yes. Um. So, which, uh, by the way, I knew nothing about Kino's journey before this. Same. I um, uh, I at all. This is exactly the sort of anime I would want to watch. Dude, or, or I was I was looking into the anime because <laughs> because there are two anime. I love vignette uh, animes. I, I just you you come in, you tell your story, and then you move on to the next one. Right, and it's it's always so good. Like there's um, a, there's that um, Mushishi a really good example of that kind of anime like you, you you get in ginkgo does his thing he gets out the next episode he's in an entirely different place you don't know if this happened uh-huh. before or after that it doesn't matter it's just another story and you move yeah. on it's great yeah uh-huh um uh i do yeah. feel like uh-huh. kind of uh it's a little weak to start with the origin story, I'm going to say. Like, 
Like, okay. I mean, you go back to Mushishi and you do eventually get like an origin story for Ginkgo and stuff. But like, you don't really need to know where these people come from, in my opinion. Like, it, it's... The first story was the weakest, just because I felt like I didn't need to know this information. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we could have started with a different story and then come back and then seen how we got there, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I suppose actually the book doesn't start with that. It, it starts with a prologue. Um, oh, well, but, that's just like them in but, the forest yeah. and whatever. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't actually matter. So, um, so we're, we're introduced to Kino, who is a man who wanders from town to town, uh, spending no more than three days in each town, um, and learning about the people there and the interesting things and, and doing some you know, mild trading and stuff and then moving on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he, he trades for a broken down motor rad, which is a type of, it's basically a motorcycle, except this one's dope and it can talk. And Um, they specifically call out the fact that it doesn't fly, which means there are flying vehicles. Although we did not see any in this book. Correct. It is, it repeatedly calls out, that it cannot fly. Yeah. Um, yeah, including in the afterward, uh, he makes a reference to the fact that he cannot fly. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Note, an author cannot fly. <laughs> um, not, not that I expected an author to be able to fly. I mean, he can obviously. get on a plane. <laughs> he can. He can. And he can come over to Tokyo Pop and beat the shit out of them for fucking his Ruining book. his book. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, he, he stays for a while in this town with, uh, five asterisks. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't get a name. <laughs> well, main she... character. Jen. <laughs> By the time she's telling the story, she says that she's forgotten what she was called back then. Yes. Which is, it's why, like, it, it doesn't give her a name like that. Uh, so the... <clears throat> Spoilers, she eventually becomes Kino. Yeah. Uh, and Kino dies. So I'm just going to call her Kino from now on. Kino lives in the land of the adults. And when you hit your. Do you remember the age? 12th birthday. 12th, 12th birthday. Uh, then uh, they open up your brain and they put a device inside that forces you to become an adult, to, to act like an adult. Well, what they say is they take out the part of you that is a child. Ah, yeah. Well, and they also put something in. I don't know. It's a complicated thing. and It, it is. It seems super fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a thing that happens. So she's um, in her last week before that happens, which means no adults are supposed to be talking to her right now. It's kind of like a a last supper kind of thing. Like, before you become an adult, you get to have one last week of just being a kid. And that's when Kino shows up. Yeah, and uh, they they chat for a while, and and she gets to learn about how wandering works, and and, uh, 
all, all the interesting things that you know you can see and and then she demonstrates uh, her amazing singing ability yeah I don't know how that's relevant I mean, I mean it's just a thing that happened yeah the manga felt <laughs> that it was the manga felt it was more important to share that moment than the moment where they rode on the motorbike together so <laughs> motor rad so um, obviously it is important John. Yeah, I, I guess so. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, you take over. Okay, you're, so you're the one who's supposed to write up a whole thing for this. I know, but it's weird when it's a manga, you know. <laughs> um. So it, it comes time for Kino to leave, and he's getting ready. He's put, putting all his shit on his motor rad, and uh. Like, they're talking about the operation, and she she goes and she tells her parents... Oh, that's what happens. She goes and she tells her parents, like, she doesn't want to have the operation done. And yeah. they chase her out, and her dad's like, you need to apologize to me, you need to apologize to your mother, and you need to apologize to this whole country for saying these these horrible things. Yeah. Um, Some stupid as shit. And uh, Kino speaks up for her, and then, like, the mayor or the president or some shit of the country, whatever, shows up, and he's like, Kino, you can just leave where we take care of things in our country. Surely a traveler like you knows all about that kind of stuff. Um, and Kino's like, yeah. And then he notices that the dad is holding a knife, and he's like, what's that knife for? And the mayor, president, whatever, says, well, he has to get rid of his daughter. She's defective. Yeah. And so the dad moves to kill the girl, and Kino gets in the way and is stabbed to death. He doesn't even get any last words. Just he runs to protect her and is dead. (laughs) Yep. The end. And realizing that she is about to be killed as well, um, she the, at the first, motor rad tells her that if she doesn't want to die, she should jump on. Right, because the motor rad is named Hermes and can talk. By the way, um, yeah. So she gets on the motor rad and she rides out of the city, away from her murderous parents, and into the field surrounding the, the the country and she stops and she gets off and she looks back and the motor ad is like hey what's your name by the way and she's just remembering Kino and she says Kino and so the motor ad starts calling her Kino and that's her name now and, and now she is Kino yep and that's the first story like it's yep. it's interesting enough but it is, it, it is just kind of weird to start here. It is. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I, it's not the strongest start it could have taken, but, but I mean, it is a very interesting, uh, none of the stories were bad stories. No. It's just. It's just a weird placement for it. I would prefer yeah. it like three novels in being like in the yeah. middle of the book. It, it Which is interesting considering. It is the first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is the beginning. You would expect to want the beginning at the beginning. 
But with a show like this, it just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. With it, you said show, but like any, any story yeah, or anything, yeah. but yeah. like it, this kind of vignette style works best where you, when you don't know what the start is, when you don't know yeah. what happened before, what happened after, there's no like confirmed chronology to anything. Yeah. It, and it, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what happened moments ago or like it genuinely doesn't matter what put her on this road to begin with like yeah it's an interesting story to know but it doesn't matter because like this show or this this manga i I keep saying show i haven't watched it uh (laughs) this manga goes through three stories it's three chapters and the first two chapters are lands um well, actually, I guess it's four chapters, but one of the chapters is uh, part one and part two. Yeah. Uh, it goes through the, the land of adults and then the land of understanding each other's pain. And then it's just three men along the tracks. It's, yep. <laughs> it, it's, it's not a land or anything. It's just the, she encounters people while driving along the tracks. Which we'll get to three men along the tracks. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> but let's move on to the Sophia. land <laughs> let's let's move on to the land of understanding each other's pain um so Kino is very hungry has not eaten anything because she's she's expecting to eat when she gets to the the town that is visible she refuses to eat any of her preserved food until then um yeah. so she pulls up basically collapses at the fucking doorway and then gets into the uh into the city and there's nobody around there's absolutely not a single soul on the streets there are a bunch of robots around but there are no people yep um she's led to a restaurant where she eats food that was cooked by robots and she's taken to a motel run entirely by robots I said motel, but it's a hotel, and she gets like a fucking penthouse suite for dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would stay in that city for a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Right, but she has a principal. She does. Yeah. So that's the first day. She gets there. She eats. She sleeps. Second day. She she found a map. And it's labeled, like, residential area. And so they drive through the residential area, but they don't really see anybody. And then she has, like, a little telescope. So they go back... She goes back to her hotel room. And she's, like, peering around. And she does spot a couple of people. She sees, like, a man exercising in his driveway. And a a woman going back into her house. So there are people here, right? Yeah. And that's the second day. And the third day, um, she goes back into the residential area, and she sees a person outside, and it's a man tending to his garden. He invites her inside, and he explains everything well, that happened she, in this she, place. She terrifies him first yes. by uh, existing. Yes. She <laughs> says, um, and he flips his shit. <laughs> yeah. he, might as, he, he might as well have had a heart attack. Yeah. And his first thing is like, 
You can't read my mind. I can't read your mind. So what 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 happened in this place, the land of understanding each other's pain? Um they had reached a point of technological advancement where robots did everything. And so like think of like the upper class of old Greek old Greece when like philosophy and shit started to come about like they were in that period where like everybody just has a ton of leisure time they can just work on whatever they want to the, the arts whatever and so a bunch of scientists are working on this way to understand other people's pain yeah and they develop it and Everybody in the country drinks it the next day. And what And then they wake is... up and every single person can feel what every other person is thinking. Within a like radius around them. Anybody who's near them, they can literally read each other's thoughts. So this man's experience was his girlfriend comes over. He hears her in his thoughts outside the house, and they have a wonderful couple of days until he gets mildly irritated that she's overwatering the plants again, and then they have a huge thought con- a thought argument that ends in the two of them splitting up. Yeah. That's the, the good version of this. Right. Uh, Do you want to tell the about the version. worst? <laughs> The, the bad version was uh, someone had a terrible car accident in which they died. And everyone near them felt the dude's death. His dying thoughts and pain. And anguish. And it literally uh, drove them insane. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a problem there. <laughs> uh. So now. Everybody spends their entire life inside their own little house. Everybody has a house. They're all separated from each other enough so that their thoughts don't intrude on each other. And the robots take care of everything for them. Yep. And after hearing the story, Kino gets up and leaves. (laughs) Yep. Because it's been three days. Yep. And, like, there's nothing she can do in that, you know? Yeah. But, like, this isn't a story about somebody who comes comes through town and resolves everybody's issues. It's a story about no. a person who shows up, learns about the place, then leaves. Mm-hmm. Like, she is... She is the perfect observer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's also a weird part where this, like, middle-aged man seems to fall in love with her during that conversation and invites her to stay. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, nah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pass. Um, And Uh... then they move on. Mm Mm-hmm. So, do you have any thoughts about this one beyond what we've said? Uh, I thought it was interesting in that, like, 
So the first one, we got an example of what seemed like a pretty normal town. Uh, it just had, like, one quirk about it. Of, right. Like, they do things this weird way where they lobotomize children and <laughs> then <laughs> zombify them into adults. Um, <laughs> right. But mostly it's just, it's a normal town. Uh, this The next one was... It felt very different in that it, it felt almost post-apocalyptic. Yeah. No, like, I got, it, like, near like the, Automata the other, vibes from it. The, the, the other town was a town that was just living. It, it, was, it was continuing on. She came through and saw the town in a snapshot of its everyday life. And then she went on to the next one and found a town that was over. It's done. And functionally, the town is is done. Yeah, like, like he even mentions robots... that the, they're not ha- they haven't had any new children born since 10 years ago. And eventually, everybody yeah. there is just going to die out. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing you can do. Like, no. they all drink this elixir. It changed their, their bain- brain chemistry fundamentally. Like... Yep. That's it's over. Yeah. That's that's what it is now. Um it was very interesting her coming up to this it's a giant city. Like it's a Oh yeah, like like it's 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 like going up to New York. But there's <laughs> I mean, nobody on the streets. Ah. Uh, it's, it's a full city. It's weird to look at the panels of just the because there's yeah. a lot of them, a lot of panels of just a giant, empty city, and it should be thriving, and it's so well uh-huh. maintained too. Like it's not like these are burnt out buildings or anything. They're, no, it's they're it's all a in pristine it's a, condition. <laughs> yeah, it's a pristine apocalypse. Yeah, it's it's scary in a way. Uh huh. In a way that yes. I've never, I've never really seen in anything before. Like it was a really interesting idea. This story, I, I've I've seen things like this where it's like, but but usually it's like the robots killed all the humans and then kept on running it, right? And so like everything looks like it's built for humans, but 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 that that wasn't this. It's it's just it's what you expect. This, when you get the, into the this. city, yeah, the city just kept on going when everyone left. Yeah, <sighs> it was very fascinating. Yeah, I loved it. I think, I think <laughs> this is the best one, both because of like the novelty of the idea, um, the writing behind it, and yeah. the execution of it. Like, uh huh. But it, it was very, I, I agree. very entertaining. They executed very well on it. Yeah. Um, then we get to three men on the tracks. <laughs> yeah, uh, we do. This was weird. I don't yep, know what was. I feel about this one. <laughs> okay. Uh. So, Kino is riding her motor rad through a forest and she gets to the other side of the forest 
and there's some train tracks. And she's like, okay, I'll just follow the train tracks. Train tracks always lead somewhere, so we're not going to get lost. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, they're old tracks, but they're still tracks. They have they had to have come from somewhere and gone to somewhere, so it makes sense. Yeah. It's logical, yeah, one would assume. So she runs across an old man on the first day. Um, and he's replacing the old tracks with new ones. And he, he tells her, you know, 50 years ago, I started working at the, at the railroad. They told me to replace all this track out here. And they've never told me to stop, so I've just kept on going. I assume my wife and child at home get my paychecks. I haven't seen them since then. And he's not replacing it, he's cleaning it. Like, the, it's the same, same track there, but he's he's pulling up all the Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. He's, uh, he's, uh, de-rusting the, uh, the metal tracks. And, yeah. yeah. He, he's making it look real good. Uh-huh, real good. He's been doing this for 50 years. He's a very old man now. He started when he was 18. Um... Kino's like, huh. And she goes on. Day two. She meets another man on the track. He has like a, a wheelbarrow kind of thing on the tracks. And he's yeah. removing all of the stuff. He's removing the track behind him. Like as he goes, uh -huh. he's removing the track. And he's like, yeah, you know, I started doing this about 50 years ago. I got like five kids uh, or five younger siblings at home. I had to get a job. Started this when I was, I don't even remember how old I was. Yeah, they never told me to stop, so I kept going. I assume my brothers are getting all the, uh... I assume my money. brothers are getting my paychecks. Kino's like, huh. <laughs> moves on. <laughs> huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so in case you forgot, we have a person cleaning the tracks, and then we have a person removing the tracks. Yep. Day three. Day three. <laughs> <laughs> she's Can going you guess? <laughs> she's riding along where the tracks were, because obviously they still leave an impression, you know? Like, it's not like he pulled them up and now there's no symbol they were there anymore. Um, mm -hmm. She runs across another man. He's laying down new train track. Yep. He says, Yeah, you know, I got a job with the railroad company about 50 years ago. They sent me out here to start laying down a new track. They haven't, called me, haven't told me to stop since. I assume my family's getting my paychecks. And it's real nice that uh, this area just seems perfect for laying a track. Right. Like, he, he, even, he even calls on to it of like, yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. It's just easy to lay it down. Kino says, huh. And goes Keeps on. Going. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> She is not there to fix anything. She's just there to observe and move on. So that was a weird one. 
It was. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you think about that one? I. It. It feels familiar to me. Right. I. It. It feels like a story I've heard. Or, like or a fairy a tale. I've, I. Yeah. But I can't put my which, finger on what it is. Which honestly, these are all fairy tales. Yes. I mean, functionally, <laughs> that's what this this series is, is it's a bunch of fairy tales, uh, which I, I love fairy tales, so, you know, awesome. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, except that first story, which is the most light novel-esque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- these, are, these are fairy tales for the modern era. Yeah. Um, Like, and I mean, there's a lesson there. I can't, can't find it. I don't yeah, know what yeah, the lesson is. is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too stupid to know what it is. But yeah, yeah I was, there is. <laughs> I was hoping you had found it because no. <clears throat> I'll let my I'll let my wife read it and, and we'll see because she's smarter than me. Because um, you know you know where my mind went immediately, like. This is the evils of capitalism, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's that is clearly part of it. Oh, absolutely. But beyond that, uh, there's something more there. Okay, is it like we're we're both we're both just too stupid to figure it out? <laughs> Hold on, is it a metaphor for like all of the pointless jobs that people give? Like, you have you have these giant corporations, right, and these huge office buildings, and maybe, That's, you, yes. like, 50% yes. of them actually do a it, worthwhile it, job, and then the is. rest are there and, just and that's, pushing paper. That's what I've seen this as before. It, it was either a cartoon or, or something about, like, I feel like it was, like, toothpicks or something about how, like... Maybe it was, like... Uh, a lumberjack would uh, chop down a tree and then another man would carve it down into a toothpick that the lumberjack would like pick his teeth with and then go out to chop down another tree or something like that. Right. There, there's something about that. Um, it's yes, hard to verbalize. That, that, is, that is the metaphor. <laughs> um, is that it's it's just pointless jobs that happen in, in cycles. Yeah, like, they went to the railroad company, and they're like, I need a job. Railroad company's like, I've got a job for you, uh, go do this. And they said to go go do do that, and then they forgot about them. Like, they were never told to stop, because nobody remembers that they were hired in the first place. Yeah. I think in talking through it, we found we found what it's about. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, this, it was really interesting. This was, a, this was a book I had no idea what to expect, and then when I saw it was a manga, I was like, "All right, this is gonna be weird because like we we haven't done manga before." And right, and I tend to think of manga as more action based. I know that's not true there's there's plenty of of manga of all types out there but all of the ones that i've personally encountered have have tended to be more action based uh, or or feature some level of action or at least um, more dialogue based yeah and and this is this is not that 
No, there are long stretches where there are not words in a panel. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very cerebral. Yeah. Um, but I also enjoyed this way more than I have a lot of other manga. <laughs> I enjoyed this a lot more than a lot of the light novels that we've read. <laughs> that's, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> but that doesn't say a whole lot positive for this book. <laughs> I Comparative to mine. <laughs> I think this is kind of a rough start, but it's a promising one. Yeah. Um, and not I would the be way in that other book was right the like mercenary one that one no was... that one disappointed us this one is clearly it this is like one of those where you read it and you're like okay this is somebody's first book which it is this was the yeah. light novel author's first light novel um, yeah and you can tell reading it that he's got ideas and he just needs to like hone his craft more. Yeah. You know, like it, the yeah. series will get better as it goes on. Yeah. And I could just be talking out of my ass here because I also know this is the same guy who wrote uh, Sword Art Online Alternative. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, even like subtracting that, like I, I feel like I read this and I got the idea that this person is going to be better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for us. That the we we definitely used our time. Yes. Uh all of our time. It's a long one. So um anyways, uh check us out not next week, but two weeks from now, when we're back on schedule, uh we're gonna be talking about news and uh, one better. Are we doing media that made us or hot shit? Shit. How do we follow up news with this week's news, though? Like, nothing's going to be uh, as good as the fucking Pinkertons. Wizards of the Coast <laughs> hired the Pinkertons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can think of lots of things that are better than the Pinkertons, but but <laughs> but not for the news cycle. Um, we're going to do a topic next week. No, we're not. We're going to no? do media that made us or hot shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> uh, let's do a hot shit then. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure something out before then. Right. I don't have anything for hot shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> you gave right, me a well... couple of options I had nothing for, which is why I chose a third one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yay. <laughs> Um, share this with someone who listens to the Wiggles. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That was two See you next different time. Bye. songs. Bye. <laughs>